Happy New Year, everyone. CS is coming up next week, but Samsung's got another surprise up its sleeve, the debut of its next flagship smartphone. Let's break it down. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me to run through all the rumors and expectations for the Galaxy S21 is Eli Blumenthal. Welcome, Eli. Thank you for having me. Happy New Year. So what is Samsung planning? That is the big exciting question, and uh, it seems to be several new Galaxy S21 phones. Three phones uh, in particular, a S21, S21 Plus, S21 Ultra, similar to how last year for the S20, they had three phones in that line. Yeah, this is already on top of what we expect will be a busy CES for the show, for the company, right? The, they've already, they traditionally have a large TV rollout, uh, talk about appliances during CES, but on top of that, uh, they've got this unpacked event, which lands on the, the last day of CES, correct? Yeah, it's, it's on January 14th. CES starts on January 11th. So the last day of CES will be another Samsung event. On the 11th, they're already planning to talk about some other products. I, I believe that's TVs and their usual CES fair. Uh, the S20 and the phones usually come at a different trade show on a normal year, I guess, uh, in February or March sometimes even get pushed off till April. It's a bit earlier this year. It seems like they're going to try to hit that CES buzz and excitement, um, moving things up a little bit earlier for 2021. If we actually see any CES buzz or excitement, we'll see. It's, it's, as a reminder to our listeners, CES next week will be a virtual event. So we'll see if it loses a bit of momentum going virtual or folks will be just as interested in, in tuning in remotely as we have over the last year. Uh, let's get back to the, the Galaxy S21 phones. Uh, we don't have anything confirmed, obviously, but what are some of the rumors pointing to uh, in terms of the new features and bells and whistles for these new S21 phones? So as with all Galaxy upgrades, expect better processors. This year, the Qualcomm Snapdragon 888 chip and the new modem for 5G are rumored to be inside. Uh, screen sizes will be 6.2 inches on the S21, 6.7 inches on the S21 Plus, and 6.8 inches on the S21 Ultra. Uh, as far as new features go, the S21 Ultra is rumored to support a stylus, the S Pen that has been on the Galaxy Note line for years. Samsung's actually rumored to be getting rid of the Galaxy Note line later in 2021, which I guess would make sense for those who like the pen to have a different device to go to. That could be the S21 Ultra. Otherwise, expect some camera improvements, as is normal fare for Galaxies. Yeah, and you ran through the screen sizes. Give, give, us, give us some context on that. Are those screen sizes uh, essentially the same as last year's models, or are we expecting a slightly larger uh, lineup of displays? Uh, it's roughly around the same size as what we saw last year. It's not significantly larger or smaller. There's no at least based on the leaks and reports that we see, no mini, same way that there was an iPhone 12 mini that has a significantly smaller screen. Uh, these seem to be largely in line with what last year's phones were. Uh, they will, according to the rumors, support 120 hertz displays. So they'll have that smoother, faster refresh rate, which will be nice. Uh, last year, you had to basically select whether you wanted the high resolution or you wanted the faster refresh rate. It'll be interesting to see if that's still an issue for Samsung this year or if they can do both at the same time. Got it. And, you know, you talked again about the S21 phones supporting the stylus, potentially even coming with one, coming up with one. Uh, 
you know, the, there are the rumors that the note lineup might get discontinued. I'm curious what your thoughts are on that, if that's the right move and if it makes sense for Samsung to retire a brand that has been, while niche has been a strong part of its lineup for many, many years now, uh, and it's really sort of one of the, the kind of homegrown brands, the idea of the phablet, that was Samsung's big contribution to to smartphones, I would argue. Um, but what does it mean that the, the note goes away? Well, according to the report, and this was from, I believe, last month from Reuters, uh, it's going away for a decent reason in that the parallels between the note and the S20, or the S series, I should say, uh, have gotten pretty pretty close to identical. You're, you're not really gaining a lot with the note. The note used to be the do all everything phone from Samsung. It'd come out in the later half of the year, right before the iPhones, and it would pack every possible spec you can imagine waterproofing, uh, the latest cameras, the latest processors. Now, with what we've seen recently with the S, the S series line, it's gotten pretty, pretty identical. The S21, it has a incredibly fast chip, it's got a great camera. It's got a giant screen. I think the S21 Ultra is 6.8 inches last year. The S20 Ultra was 6.9 inches. So it's already as far as phablet size. It's in that ballpark. And it's not really doing much that differentiates why you would want to get an S20 or an S21 compared to a Note 20. Uh, as for what Samsung is going to be doing instead, they seem to be focusing on their foldables and devoting more resources to that. That's the Galaxy Z Flip, their, their folding phone, and the Z Fold, their folding tablet phone. So I guess the phablet will still live on just in this new form factor. All right. So the idea here isn't that they're going to get away from this two flagship phone approach. It's really replacing the Note lineup with this Z lineup that is more focused on foldables. Yes, exactly. They're they're going to be focusing the S20 or the S sorry, not the S20. The Galaxy S series will be the I guess traditional smartphone and then the Z series, the foldable line will be the I guess step up series. So it'll be interesting to see also if Samsung one if they introduce a new foldable next week at the uh, January 14th event and two if they can actually bring that price down. The Z Fold 2 is still roughly $2,000, and uh, that that's quite a lot for a phone and a tablet. Yeah, that's been the biggest knock, and really, if the Note was a niche phone, those foldable devices were definitely ultra-niche, right, because they were even more expensive than the Note phones, and the, the foldable element, while cool, still comes off as a gimmick to me. I haven't really found a real need for it beyond... Um, you know, the, the, the larger display apps haven't really taken advantage of that. So we'll see where that goes, but it is interesting how, how they're trying to shake things up, uh, really consolidate the, the S and the note lines to, so they're more traditional smartphones and then leave for the, the aspirational element to, to the Z line. I, you know, the note, speaking of the note, the last one, the note 20, you know, just came out over the summer. It's only been a few months. Uh, and, you know, this is about a month or two earlier than we normally see a Galaxy S phone. Is this is this too much? Is it too much smartphone for Samsung, or is it just Samsung trying to get out ahead of the competition in twenty twenty one? Well, too much Samsung has been seemingly the knock on the company for a decent chunk of twenty twenty. They were seemingly having new phone launches every month or every other month, 
they had the S20 early, then they had some of the A series, then they had the S20 FE at the end of the year. So they had like four different versions of just the S series phone, not to mention the notes, not to mention the foldables, everything scattered around. It's hard to say if it's too much Samsung. It definitely feels as for those of us covering it, that it's quite a lot. Uh, but that's been their model for a while to have something generally at every different price point. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see where they price the S21 line at with that in mind. If, do they go lower than the S20 FE, which also came out toward the back end of 2020? And that's at $700 right now, um, depending on your carrier. Do they go lower than that? Do they price this still at that $1,000-ish range? How does that all fit in? It's going to be interesting to see. I agree. That's going to be interesting to see how they they price this. I would imagine this gets priced over the fan edition. That that fan edition at seven hundred dollars was was a great deal. I think it's one of our favorite picks at CNET, largely because it it packs in a lot of those high end components into a phone that isn't is it's considerably cheaper than its flagship devices. I imagine with the S line, they're going to try to keep the premium pricing on that, especially if the note goes away. But it definitely, I'll be very, very keen to see how they try to price this. And just lastly, before I let you go, Eli, the phone business in general in 2020, how did it do? Because I know early on in the lockdown, just like everything else, it cratered, right? I think spending dropped for everyone when there was just a lot of uncertainty going on. But I think things kind of pulled back. But in terms of the year and what you're expecting for 2021, how did the overall phone business perform? Well, overall, Towards the back end, it seems like it picked up. Uh, Apple, according to some analysts, as, as noted by our colleague Shara Tipkin, who wrote up Samsung's invite, Apple, they didn't come out with their phones until really late in 2020, the iPhone 12 line. Um, analysts had expected them to become the world's second biggest 5G phone vendor in 2020. So people are buying phones. For Samsung, if we're focusing back to them, uh, it's been a tricky year. They were surpassed by Huawei. You obviously now have Apple right on their heels. So they're not even the biggest anymore per se. Uh, they, they really need to try to recapture some of that magic that they had in the early years of the Galaxy S line. Definitely. We'll see if Samsung can get that magic back come next week. Uh, Eli, again, thanks for your time. You can check out all of our Samsung coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co slash daily charge. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe and rate the podcast. It really helps us out. For the Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.